Good morning, everyone. May the Lord richly bless you. Thank you for listening in to my live broadcast this morning. My name is Jason DeMars. And if you're uh, listening on a recorded podcast, just uh, remind you, you can contact me at jasondemars.com. If you're listening on um, one of the social media platforms, you can contact me through any one of those social media platforms. We appreciate you listening in, and we're going to continue on our topic of rapturing faith, part two. So um, if you haven't listened to part one, make sure to go back and listen to part one. Um, That will make more sense to you moving forward. So we're looking at uh, sanctification, and we talked before how we looked at rapturing faith, and we saw that rapturing faith is actually uh, end-time sanctification. And so now we're looking at sanctification in itself. Uh, first, we saw that it is um, something that God declares over us as a result of being justified. We saw in the scripture that we're sanctified by faith. We're sanctified by the Holy Spirit. Now we're looking at this as a process. Romans 12, verse 2 says this, And be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Be transformed by the renewing, so it's a process, renewing. You're continually renewing your mind and being transformed into the image of Jesus Christ. Let's look at Colossians 3, verse 10 in the ESV. And have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge after the image of its creator which is being renewed. It's a process. Romans 8, 13. Was then that which is good made death unto me? God forbid. Oops, that's verse chapter 7. Uh, 8, verse 13. For if you live after the flesh, you shall die. But if ye through the Spirit do mortify the deeds of the body, ye shall live. That's a daily process. You have to daily mortify or put to death the works of the flesh. Hebrews 10.14 in the ESV as well. For by a single offering he has perfected for all time those who are being sanctified. So you are in the process of being sanctified. Once we're positionally sanctified by God, his declaration, he begins step by step to cleanse our hearts and lives that they would fall into the conformity that he has declared over us. Uh, John Wesley, the messenger to the second age that brought the message of holiness, uh, taught what we have described above. Sanctification is an immediate work that we experience as a result of justification, but then it is also a process that begins and happens throughout our lifetime. But in addition to that, he taught uh, also 
something called entire sanctification or Christian perfection. And he taught that this was an experience that believers can have subsequent to salvation. So this is what Wesley says. Entire sanctification is a state of perfect love, righteousness, and true holiness, which every regenerate believer may obtain by being delivered from the power of sin, by loving God with all the heart, soul, mind, and strength, and by loving one's neighbor as oneself. Through faith in Jesus Christ, this gracious gift may be received in this life, both gradually and instantaneously, and should be sought earnestly by every child of God. He also says, It is thus that we wait for entire sanctification, for a full salvation from all our sins, from pride, self-will, anger, unbelief, or as the Apostle expresses it, go on unto perfection. What is per but what is perfection? The word has various senses. Here it means perfect love. It is, excluded, it is love excluding sin, love filling the heart, taking up the whole capacity of the soul. It is love rejoicing evermore, praying without ceasing, and everything giving thanks. Wesley based his doctrine of entire sanctification upon scriptures that showed that there is something further for believers. I'll submit to you that this was a partial realization of a full truth. The something further Wesley taught believers to expect was in fact an end time experience that is identified with a preparation for the rapture. So let's briefly take a moment to look at the end time sanctification I am looking at. Hebrews chapter 5 verse 10 begins to speak about this topic. Called of God and high priest after order of after the order of Melchizedek, talking about the Son of God. Excuse me. Of whom we have many things to say, and hard to be uttered, seeing you are dull of hearing. For when the time ye ought to be teachers, ye have need that one teach you again which be the first principles of the oracles of God, and are become such as have need of milk and not of strong meat. For every one that uses milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness, for he is a babe. But strong meat belongs to them that are of full age, even those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. So Paul is telling them, you know, you should be in a place of maturity, but you're not. I can't teach you about the mysteries regarding Melchizedek. I have to feed you still milk. Strong meat belongs to those of full age. It wasn't for that age. It was for the fullness of the ages when the revelation of the mystery could be made known. In verse chapter 6, again, uh, chapters and verses designed after the fact. This is a continued thought. Therefore, so therefore is saying based upon this. So this, because of what I said, therefore, leaving 
the principles of the doctrine of Christ. Now that doesn't mean we ignore them, don't have any part of them. It means we need to grow further. We need to add something. Leaving the first principles of the doctrine of Christ, let us go on unto perfection, not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith towards God. That's the foundation. We don't, we, don't, we don't get rid of repentance. We don't get rid of faith. We keep our foundation, but we have to grow from there. Of the doctrine of baptisms, and of laying on of hands, and of res the resurrection of the dead, and of eternal judgment. And this will we do if God permit, but God didn't permit them to do that in that age. They gradually began to fall away from the faith. And so we had to go through the seven church ages. And uh, now we had to come, there had to come a full restoration. And then we could, now we're going to come and do that to go on to perfection. For it is impossible for those who were once enlightened and have tasted of the heavenly gift and were made partakers of the Holy Ghost, tasted of the good word of God, uh, uh, let's just let's just stop there. I don't want to read that verse. That that uh, that's not part of what we're talking about. So full. The word full age means teleos. It means complete. It means perfect. So Paul is making a call to the Hebrew believers to go further on to full age or completion or perfection. This going on to perfection cannot come until the church reaches this state of. Uh, full age at the end time. Now, full age or perfection is, is maturity. It's not sinlessness. It's a place of maturity wherein you can receive the revealed word that makes you prepared to go on into a rapture. So we're talking about a maturity of faith or revelation that is expressing the fullness of the attributes of God for our age. This maturity in the restored and open word is what prepares us for the rapture and brings us to a place of being completely and totally set apart for God. Perfect in whole sanctification. Let's notice what Paul's writing out. First principles, repentance, faith, baptism, resurrection, future judgment. These are basic doctrines that separate Christians from non-Christians. He's saying we need to be able to move beyond these things to go into the deeper things of the word. Paul is speaking in the line of Melchizedek and says there's much to teach you from this Bible character, but I can't do it now. So we as believers must reach a place where we can go further on to full age and completion in order to receive this revelation about Melchizedek and other subjects that are spoken of in the Bible. I'm going to read a quote, and, uh, well, no, we're going to start our next session with this quote. I think this is a good place to stop. If you have any questions, prayer requests, or testimonies, please let me know. You can contact me at jasondemars.com. May the Lord richly bless you.